Hello and welcome to the No Sub Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we get to mark out No Sub for SummerSlam. And we get to talk about a pay-per-view that or a premium live event that we totally forgot about, Great American Bash. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the enforcer, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I especially feel bad considering that your nickname for me is the enforcer. A name synonymous with Great American Bashes, and I completely whiffed it because, well, it's NXT. Well, it is NXT, so. But that's on me. That's bad. Yeah. I I gotta be better. And the marquee of No So Entertainment, the Arthur, the author, the author, the author, Mike Booble. So which is it? Is he the Arthur or the author? The Arthur, you know, the space off the am, movie. I am the author, Sir Arthur and Conan Doyle. I knew it. Uh, gentlemen, what is the opposite of a chokehold in wrestling? Um, um, uh, a hug? Bowflex? Bo uh, the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, uh, yeah. God damn. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you. So wait, let me get this straight. So we're not trading the marquee of sports entertainment before, or no so before the deadline. I don't think we are. I think we're gonna keep them. Huh. Sources yeah. close to the situation tell me that is not happening. Sources <laughs> say you're, you're you're being you're being saved. So now I will say that uh, a certain ad-free show network has been reaching out. Oh no. Oh, well, what the hell else is there for you to talk about in that family? Well, well, coming up next, uh, we sell everything entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You see that, Joe? Hulk Hogan is in that Cody Rhodes documentary. What kind of bullshit is he going to spew in that? Uh, of course he is. Of course he I is. Saw, I, 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 saw, I was interested by it. Are you guys pumped for that? I, I, I mean, was. I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it uh, whenever it drops uh, at some point. Uh, it's not like day one viewing for me, whenever the fuck it does drop. Oh, tomorrow, apparently. Uh, maybe sometime next weekend I'll try to watch it if I have time. Yeah, but, uh, I was interested, but I don't know. Say, see Hogan will say that he saw the greatness in Cody from day one, dude, and told Dusty he's got to push him hard. I, I see more like uh, Young Rock, and he's like, yeah, I remember when Cody would come and train with us, brother. And brother. I mean, he did pick up some shit from Hogan. That's undeniable. He did. Well, the weight, the weight belt, he went, the political maneuvering. He went the opposite way in certain directions. Yeah, well, that's true. That's very <laughs> true. God damn it. By the way, I, I saw something on Twitter about, since we're talking about one Hogan, he um, just got engaged, but I guess he announced it during like a speech at another person's wedding. Of course. Classic, dude. <laughs> so, I want to, I want to celebrate, you know, Brian and uh, Stacy's uh, marriage, but I'm getting engaged now, dudes. That gives me shades of uh, of A Rod's uh, fucking uh, uh, agent declaring he's going to be a free agent during like Game Four of the 2007 World Series. Yep, but that's what they I'm getting right now. They specifically made a rule after that, so you can't fucking do that. Yep. Well, that's, now that's the, what I'm saying. And now the NBA is doing it because of uh, Damian Lillard. 
I mean, just, just trade his bum ass already. He sucks anyways. Saying that he just wants to be part of, uh, wants to get traded to my Miami. So now the NBA is like, yeah, you can't do that. So just, and then he had to promise them that he would give his full effort to any team that gets him. <laughs> God damn. What yeah, are we, seven years old? Jesus Christ. No, we're talking give, about collision for AEW You give, you give athletes enough money, and then, they, yeah, they start acting like entitled seven-year-olds. Yeah. On this week's collision, a travesty happened. Something that shouldn't have happened. Julia Hart got shoved off the ladder. What the hell? But I heard she, she's okay, though. Okay, okay. God. I was nervous yeah. about it, you know. Buddy was but, there to catch her for the majority of the bump. Yeah. Um, that was but a fun I mean, match, though. I I gotta ask though, if your buddy, if your buddy Matthews, are you Team Rhea or Team Julia? I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, why don't you sit at both tables? I'm just saying. Because there's because Buddy isn't the head of the table. Uh, well. I I, I think he needs to be. I think it has to be Rio, or he's not, you know, or he's getting his ass handed to by her. So yeah, that's I, all I'm saying. How can you not be Team Rio? You know what I mean? But uh, well, I mean, I guess if if you're buddy, maybe you become Team Julia to hope for you get punished by Team Rio. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Preemptive spanking. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I, I am going to say that uh, it is her fault. She should have fucking been standing there. So. I'll say that now. She shouldn't have been standing on that ladder. Checks out. She should have taken a code right up the ladder. I thought he was going to headbutt her backwards into the table is what I thought. The way they were standing, I, the way she was positioned, I'm like, he's going to headbutt her right, out, right there onto So they shot it really well, right? Because I could tell the last second you didn't see Buddy Matthews there. So I thought she just yeah. fucking plummeted it off the ladder. I was like, damn. That would have been cool. It was at least it was a good um, camera shot because you didn't know Buddy was behind her. So like when she fell, it was like oh oh. Then it's like oh, okay, Buddy's behind her. So, but it was that was I a fun match. So it was a good match, and I like. I think Andrade has been well on on Collision, mm-hmm. um, but he's had a chance to shine. Um, I like the I like they seem to be adding Darby Allen to the Collision mix more. Which I like, um, and I know Roosh, Roosh will be on Collision. Signed a three year three year contract. I know that Punk wants him on Collision oh. very badly. Speaking of Hollywood Punk, what do you do with the? What he did? What he did to his uh the the title that he brought out to the? Well, brother, what he did was market. <laughs> Dude, he spray painted well, NWO on it. I mean, oh, I wish. Well, no, it was uh, that next. Well, did you guys notice uh, for the first time since he's been back, he said AEW? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah he, I thought was interesting. He sprayed with the X, you know, not an NWO, so Hollywood Punk here. Or so he's a he's, big fan of Elon Musk. Yeah, he's a big fan of Twitter. Yeah. He's a big fan of uh, DX. I mean, I like it. I think it's a good little, it's a good way to kind of keep the the eventual title unification match that's going to happen kind of fresh without making it the main storyline. 
you know what I think they did also I think I think I think I figured it out without knowing but I think I know what they're doing and if that's what it is doing if I think I know what I think they're doing and they're doing what I think I know I think that they're doing then it's really cool what they're doing which is what I think they're doing which is uh pretty cool go ahead Stroke. I just have to say that and what's that, Corey? What are they, what do you think they're doing? <laughs> no, no, starting no. It's like bird is the word, Joe. Don't do it. <laughs> Peter, don't. See what I think I think they're doing, which I think I know that they're doing, is I think <laughs> they're going to uh sorry, Rhea's on my screen. Uh I think that they're gonna have both of them defend their de facto chattels against people in Wembley, and then a week oh. later, you've got the ready made main event of the two titles had to head it all out because you only have a week to build up the match. This is way, this way you can do it. So it's, and honestly, what you could do even going into that is just say the winners of these two matches will face in a unification match, knowing it's going to be MGF and punk. Yeah. And then you can have MGF and Cole and Wembley and then punk against, uh, if it's, you know, it looks like it's going to be Starks, but it could be someone else. They have, a, they have a mind. Uh, I feel like Starks, but I feel like it really should be Joe. Oh, thanks. Not you. Oh. But just Joe oh. from WWF. Just Joe. Yeah. By the way, I saw the I saw the little commercial for Twisted Metal. That looks pretty sick on that Pika. Oh, dude, I played the fuck out of that game when I was a kid. I never have played it. The, have you seen the uh, show commercial? Uh, not a newest trailer. I saw a teaser trailer a few months ago. It actually looks really good. And Joe is uh, what's that character's name? Sweet Tooth or something like that. Yeah, he's the he's the clown. But he's the clown. Yeah, in looks, the ice cream truck. He looks badass, but the whole thing looks cool. But Will Arnett's the voice. Yep. Well, it's not quite as badass. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, but. So I was going to say, I liked, uh, so we had talked about Starks, like eventually when he, you know, becomes full-fledged deal, which he is now, that you're going to have to kind of do a, a mic battle with Punk. And this wasn't a full mic battle, but it was longer than they got last week. And I thought he did pretty good here. I will say that I think he is caught in between uh, a heel and a face and that he is a full-fledged heel but he doesn't know how to work like that yet, so he was still playing to the crowd like a babyface a little too much. It's also got to be awkward because he's turning heel in a feud with Punk where, best-case scenario, 40% of the audience thinks he's a heel anyway. Yeah, uh, it's a weird scenario. Um, and so that's, that's also why I think the X is important on the belt. It's yeah. just that next step of him becoming just a full-fledged heel. Because he's now, he doesn't say AW. He's marking off the AW logo. Like, it's, you know. I like Sometimes, it. And so does that mean, like, Starks is going to go either join him as a heel faction or go back to being face? I don't know. That's the good, that's, that's the question. If, or maybe he'll just be a heel that's his own fucking heel and Punk turns heel and it's like, well, fuck you. I don't like you either, but whatever well the title match is next week well the first one yeah yeah so uh with, with ricky the dragon steamboat as special guest referee or outside that's official little, that's a little weird that's an old cm punk move right there that's ring of honor in fact I, Rick, ricky the dragon steamboat was the ref for the third joe punk roh title match 
And I guess my thing is, like, I they did a good job selling why it mattered, right? Because he's he's never cheated in his life. He's been an upstanding, you know, he's always been a babyface, yeah. that kind of thing. And Punk brought it up, like he's done it before for Punk's matches. But I got to be honest, I don't know that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat resonates with the AEW crowd. Well, that's the problem, though. There's nobody from the generation after that isn't already wrestling in AEW that would generate with the crowd, though. So, like, what do you do? You still have to use guys like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like the next generation of dudes would be, you know, the Hardys, Edge, and Christian, that that mm-hmm. era of guys. They're all still wrestling or unavailable. Or they're just not big enough stars. That it wouldn't work. It's like... Like, I popped for the name, but I'm a huge, you know, Dragon fan. Like, and I feel like when that announcement happened, the crowd was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get your point. He's not exactly going to pop a 21st century uh, audience. Um, I just don't know anybody who could from uh, uh, the next generation. Uh, yeah, you know, your Shams are busy. And, uh, Man, because I think... This guy, like, is sort of a free agent, and it's kind of on outs with WWE anyways. It would have been cool to get Mick Foley. He re-signed a Legends deal with WWE. Oh, did he? Fucking lame. Yep, yep. He talks I know all he hadn't for a while. Being, uh, he talks all this trash about being anti all their moralistic crap and then signs a contract as soon as he can anyway. <laughs> That's lame. Yeah. yeah, I've kind of lost my patience with his holier-than-thou bullshit until it's time to cash a check. Um, a couple other cool things I noticed. For, first off, the Bang Bang entrance. Bang Bang Gang. Oh, that was badass with Juice, wasn't it? With Juice in the middle. Oh, that was fan freaking tastic. That's money. Um, I like the the spot <laughs> I, in. Go ahead. I mean, say what you want about him in ring. Billy Gunn knows how to put together a fucking entrance, bro. He ate us. <laughs> Um, I thought it was funny in the gravity Joe match when he steps away from the high flying spot, mocking gravity's walking motions yeah, that he does. That was badass. Come on, am I the only one who silently popped that as soon as they got a wrestler named Gravity, the first week they could, they put him on Dynamite against Pac. That was pretty famously, funny. Famously, famously in WWE, the the man that Gravity forgot. So funny. I didn't know that because uh, they announced during the match because like I had heard like about him I hadn't seen him for the first couple of weeks so I was like I watched him and I was yeah whatever he's a typical wrestler but he's Bandito's brother yeah huh. and also my personal uh, he's not quite younger ready brother to be on TV yet younger brother yeah he's not quite ready for prime time yet but the only problem with wrestling this day and age with the the content era you know with with National television, the TV stations want quality, or they just want uh, quantity, not quality. They have to keep signing all these guys that have a bit of buzz about them, and you have to sign them first, even if they're not ready, or else the other side will get them. So it's like they're just going to end up being on TV before they're ready on either side. Yeah, and it's kind of like in the example you have is right currently Brian Pillman Jr., that he's gone from AEW, but it sounds like he's going to... NXT or WWE. I, don't think, I think he has a modicum of talent, but I don't think he has uh, it. Yeah. I don't either. At, and we're looking at Dom right here. I mean, he's 
I mean, in the ring, Brian Pillman's a better wrestler than Dom, but Dom's mm-hmm. a better character. Did you see what the question error he did? Yeah, about being Rhea's bitch. No, no, oh, no, about well, how were he were he ever reconciled with his father? And he's like, I would love to, but I can't because he passed away. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I just like the other one where an eleven-year-old uh, called in and asked him how it felt to be Rhea's bitch. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, God damn! He's um, like, oh, it's awesome. I, I really don't think I've heard of him. Bitch, though, but so it's like great times. So, like back to gravity. My, my thing with him is like I agree with you. He's not ready for TV, right? So putting him up with this like a veteran who just kind of kind of squashed it makes sense. Yeah. But like being in a match with Joe doesn't really show what he does well because that wouldn't no. make sense in a match with Joe. So that doesn't help him get over with the crowd at all. But what he does well, other wrestlers do better. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He is in a lose lose situation right now. I think what's best for him, and I think it's probably where he'll end up, is Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, for all intents and purposes now, and I don't see why anybody can't see this or has a problem with it, but it's their NXT. Yeah. It's the place for young guys and guys who need redirection to go do some storylines, get, you know, wrestle. And then finally, when they're either better or they're ready, they can move up to Collision or Dynamite. You might see them on either show every once in a while doing a job or something like that. But Ring of Honor, I think, is where he'll be focused. And then once ready, which will take a while because he's pretty green. And let's not be honest, he got his foot in the door because Bandito's his brother, which is is fine. It's what happens in this business. Um, Yeah, I mean... The, the the smark in me wants to go, why bother hiring any more luchadors? You have the best luchador in the world, Ray Phoenix. You really don't need anybody else. But talent's talent in this business, and right now, you got to grab what you can grab. Speaking of talent, uh, we had a talented main event for the tag titles as FTR defeated... MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah, I liked it for the most part, but I also had a problem with it. You know what the problem was, Joe? What's I that? want you to keep I want you to keep the WWE influenced haha funny stuff on dynamite. Uh so I didn't need the Adam Cole MJF shenanigans on collision. Mm. That was my problem. Yeah. It's that, you know, a good match. And then after the, it's the who's going to turn, will they, won't they, and then, it, you know. Yeah, that's the it, stuff I had no time for. I was like, yeah, come on. On right. Dynamite, it's fine. As you, if you can tell, there's been a concerted effort, even before Collision started, to make, there. there's a total different feel. And Dynamite, you can, first of all, you can tell other people are booking it. Like, he still has final say. But you can mm-hmm. tell there's other chefs in the room now. And Dynamite has become a sports entertainment-like version of AEW where you get the ha-ha funny stuff. And the, and there's the, the elite version of sports entertainment, the, the flip matches and whatnot. Uh, that stuff lives on Wednesdays. And then on Saturdays is the more wrestling-heavy 
CM Punk led definition of wrestling with far less haha, but still have storyline development. Like a definitive feel to it. So like the obvious comparison would be like a Raw to SmackDown from like oh three oh four, right? Yeah. But what I think the actual comparison would be would be main roster WWE in like oh six oh seven oh eight and Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's actually not bad because yeah, the Ring of Honor had the it wasn't all flips then. That's like that came in like two thousand what eleven, twelve. Like twelve, yeah. Yeah, that's when that era fully went on. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad comparison at all. And I think there's room in professional wrestling these days for both versions, not to mm-hmm. mention the WWE version, which is completely storyline and character based with you just happen to have wrestling matches in between. Yep. Uh, that may not be my favorite either, but I think there's room for all three of them in that landscape. They're all definitive. They're all different. I think. They all have a. They all offer something. And TV uh, wrestling's hot on TV, guys. And I like mm-hmm. nobody. The the people who naysay it are still stuck on television ratings. But I like, wasn't it last week or the week before. Raw, Dynamite, uh, SmackDown, Collision were all in the top. Uh, five for their respective nights with Raw and Dynamite being number one. Back SmackDown too, and I think uh, Collision was number three, uh, which isn't bad at all for a Saturday night. That's so, I mean, really like, good. Wrestling on TV is is killing it. Um, mm. now if it just <sighs> felt hotter in every other way. <laughs> I just like we have about a month left of really good collision tv and then i am worried about what's going to happen once the fall hits here and college football gets here yeah oh no it's i well the ratings are like tank the ratings are going to tank and so there's going to be a real struggle to like put your best foot forward because if a tenth of the people are going to watch a show you know what's the incentive to do so well the way the way it was explained is that warner brothers discovery is fully aware that during the, the fall, especially, mm-hmm. it, that it's going to get hit and hit hard. There's no way around it. Their thought process was, as long as you can stay in the top five for the night. Good luck. Uh, that's what we well, want from you. Well, maybe at about, night. Yeah. Well, on that's the East really Coast, it'll want. work because it'll be 8 p.m. on the East Coast. On the West Coast, it's going to be a tough draw because it's bright 5 o'clock. That's primetime football. So on the East Coast, I think they can get there. Uh, was, I was listening to someone else, Mike, and they had an interesting thought on that too. Yeah. And they said that it's it's not as it's not as doom and gloom as it used to be because in the last few years, especially, the channels who play college football have all kind of adopted different times for big games. You know, some big like was it Fox does a big game at noon, and CBS will do a big game at three, and it's usually That's the Pac-12 twelve games at ABC that are late at night. Yeah. So no, that nobody it's watches not, that shit anyways. Well, so I will say it's not I, like the hold on, it's not like they're yeah. fighting every big game. They may be only fighting one, maybe two big games. It, yeah. I, I think the big big ten is I think they're doing primetime games now on the NBC too. Because that's yeah. 
So the, it will be an ESPN or ABC <laughs> game, and then like two Pac-12 games at seven on one on ESPN and maybe on like the Pac-12 network. But I gotta ask you an honest question, Joe. I know you're an Oregon diehard through and through. With yeah. the with UCLA and USC leaving, who gives a shit about the Pac-12 TV ones? Yeah, well, there's nobody since right at, after next year. At this current moment, there's only there will be nine teams in the Pac-12. See, like that's not a hot conference anymore. It feels. Yeah. Totally new. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, even with USC UCLA, they didn't have a TV deal. Nobody cared, anyways. Yeah. So it's yeah. just with with no but TV deal, the they lost hand, another team already. So. But on the other hand, college football is still college football, so people yeah. are gonna watch. Yep. I but, but like, it, so the Peacock thing. So Joe talked about the NBC game. And so it's actually gonna be streamed on both NBC and Peacock, like the Big Ten Network, I believe. And so. It's part of the reason, along with wrestling and other terrible ventures, that Peacock lost billions of dollars the last two years and are going to lose more. Yeah, yeah. I, I read a ridiculous number. I'm not even sure it was. I was like, that can't be a real number. But it was something like 350 billion or something like that. Like, how can you lose that much and still even be a thing? Uh, I think it was, they lost. Two billion or three billion, but they had twenty-four million subscribers. So yeah, um, but yeah, you got to you know, as we were saying earlier, collisions. You're all you're, you're SmackDown back in the day, just wrestling, and then the storylines weaving and waving, and, and then Dynamite can be the you know, ha ha. Like on last week's Dynamite, why why is there a triple threat? tag team match and like why you know and like on this upcoming dynamite there's another triple threat match but this time it's just one person from each team well dude like, where did that come from uh the ring of honor quickly. oh was there okay yeah. I, I i missed that so yeah it all came from storyline like it, it there was a reason it was there oh uh, okay they even showed you on dynamite so i'm like i'm a little confused <laughs> I, I missed that part. I, I, I was getting something at that time, yeah. Um, but on this upcoming Dynamite, it's episode 200 for them. Yep. Um, looks like it looks Orange, like there's... Yeah, they're setting up... It looks like Orange Cassidy and Mox. That's what it looks that. like, yeah. Yeah. Which, for Wibbly or for the... Or all... I think for Wibbly. So, I, which one's which? Which one's first? Is it all in or all, all in? in? England. Okay. Jesus Christ. And they still haven't announced the uh, what they're doing, but um, Jack Perry is take face to face with Jerry Lynn in this upcoming week. Yeah, because he was talking shit about all the ECW old fucks that if they were there he'd beat their ass because he was talking to Taz in the commentary. I loved so, him wearing the orange shirt and or orange shorts and the I beat hook shirt. <coughs> So I, Jerry Lynn comes out and says, "Well, beat my ass, you piece of shit." So we're just gonna get Lynn getting a shove fest, right, and or a beat down to Hook shows up, right, and that's what we're gonna get. Probably. Yeah. Notice they didn't call it a match because he—I don't think he can have one. But yeah, it's face to face. Yeah. You know what? If they wanted to pop a rating, they'd bring in Marty Jannetty. Boom. I think Jannetty's in a those, couple weeks. so They'd sell those other 25,000 seats in Wembley if they just mentioned Marty Jannetty's name. LOL. It'd be all his uh, baby mamas with their kids looking for some money. 
So we assume after the match of the FTR MJF Cole were leading since on Dynamite MJF said that Cole can get another title match. He'll probably get it for All In. That's what that's, I'm guessing. That's yeah. And because uh, uh, I watched Rampage, and you guys don't, but I told you they had the Battle Royal to determine new number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Team Titles, and my team, Big Bill and Brian Cage, won. Are you more of a Big Bill or a Brian Cage guy? Oh, Big Bill. Brian Cage just happens to be there. So, Brian Cage is the Shawn Michaels of that team. Got it. So, Brian Cage is the... (laughs) He's the Jim Neidhart. Although, I'm not calling him Big Bill. (laughs) I mean, how how, (laughs) how dare you? But by any means, Big I'm not Bill doing that. is the best of is, best of us, <laughs> best there ever will be. Uh, he's the marquee of that team. That's oh, what they call now, now you, he's, now you hold on just a goddamn minute. He's the triple B. You know, he's the best there is, best there was. You know, Cinco if B. If I was going to compare the Mogul Embassy to a baseball team, I would say that Brian Cage is the uh, Nico Horner of the uh, Mogul Embassy. I mean, that, that can't be true because Nico Horner is an all-star in the Gold Glover and Brian Cage uh, couldn't even play on the Yankees who are a bottom-feeding team. So there is, there is that. That's true. But at least, at least, Corey, you're not the Padres. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, we swept the Rangers, so got that going for us. Maybe we could sign Brian Cage. You can't do any worse. Well, they're down I don't know about you guys. So. But it just came out today the Cubs are serious players for Shohei Otani in the offseason, and I am all for it. Oh, my God. He recordly filled. You're not wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. You know what? I, I'm for it. Because he ain't going to go to New York. I know that. So I don't want to see him in Dodger Blue or goddamn, God forbid he's in the fucking Green Monster. So, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Cut. Ca- ca- Let's just cover it up. Cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else? Um. But yeah, you know, collision's still been good. So that soppy, you know, stuff at the end. You know, keep it on Wednesdays. And then, uh, speaking of all in, I want to mention something. A rumored match that's going to happen, and and it just sounds disgusting. Um. Will Osprey versus Chris Jericho. See, like, I don't understand the hate for this. It makes all the sense in the world. I don't get. Well, I don't get it. If you look at this, that's obviously what they've been going towards for the last three weeks with Jericho and Don Callis. He's not going to go with Callis, but who's Callis been with since Forbidden Door? Osprey. I, 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 it's just I just know that the match would be, you know, like uh, it would be a great match. No, uh, no, Osprey could have a better match with just about with himself. He's going to have However, a better match with himself than Jericho. Yeah, that's true. But getting a pin over Jericho, which I think is likely to happen, mm-hmm. uh, getting a, a pin over a big name in a huge place like that, that's a pretty good career rub. And, and, and to be fair, like it's a better match than Jericho and Sting or Jericho and Goldberg. Or, yeah, I mean, Jericho's so, going to be a part of it. Might as well put over a young guy in his own country. It'll help bring him over. You know, I'm not what you would call the biggest Jericho fan right now. But I I don't necessarily have a problem with the match. 
Jericho is still a big name to a lot of wrestling fans, so it still matters. Would I rather have Osprey take on someone who can have a fucking competitive match with him and tear it down? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I want. But that guy snapped his arm. Yeah, but this but this will help his arm, his uh, name value. So in the long run, it's worth it. You know what's also uh, in the long run that's worth it? Uh, no. Power Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah. Wicked Games, get your tickets now at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Uh, we already got two matches announced as we're going to be having those, you know. No Cell's favorite tag team, the Blanchers. Yeah, brothers. No, yep. it's the Blanchers. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter officially, folks. It's so if it's brothers. on Twitter, it's on. If it's on the internet, it's uh, true. What the hell is wrong? Yeah, it's X now, dude. So uh, as it's the ha- there's dirty Hammer Brothers taking on the Blanchards and a best two out of three falls for the vacated well, Pow Tag Team Championships. Well, yeah, of course they're dirty because they're hardworking like those. Prissy ass white collar Blanchers have never done a hard working day in their life. Wow, All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a lot of things you can say about the Blanchard Prissy. <laughs> do they look <laughs> Prissy to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. I think Bubba Blanchard like, was a stand in. I think Bubba Blanchard was the Barbie stunt double. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is like, they don't look like the Beverly Brothers, although they should they should uh, bring back the Beverly Brothers finish. <laughs> They should adopt that finish and kill motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead and kill them dead right there. Jesus Christ. And then who is ma- this? Uh, Joe, who is this ADA riddled uh, Julia, uh, Julia Hart wannabe on my TV screen right now? I, uh, I don't know. I seriously don't know. God. It's like if Julia Hart didn't get her meds. And just the, uh, became fucking crackhead. I I don't like the fact that they're known as Chase U, but they're basically just doing like the Miami looks, you know. Ugh. Like no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not for this. But what I am for is the the Blanchard Summer... brothers beating the Hammers. You damn right to, to get their Power Pro Wrestling tag team titles back where it belongs. You damn right, and also now we're just saying nonsense apparently, and also. A summer barbed wire match for the POW championship as not our champion, Funny Bone, will be losing his title to the good guy. Medium Sorrow. Did I read it right? It's a summer barbed wire cue match. You yep. did? I missed the cue, but yes. That's awesome. Joe, nobody misses the cue. I do. I, I've yet to listen to the cue. Got him. <laughs> That's just rude. But yeah, and again, I only he, listen to real movie experts. <laughs> Damn. Damn, don't worry, bro. Don't, uh, don't worry. There may be a, a new transition soon. We'll see. Um, you know but what? again, put four, put four quarters in that machine and play it again. Should be Mark three. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're basically like NXT over here. We're like 2.0 type thing. We'll find out soon. <laughs> Soon enough. But again, you can get your tickets now at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com or powerprowrestling.com or download the Eventbrite app and look for Power Pro Wrestling or NoCellEntertainment.com. But Joe, Yo. they should go to NoCellEntertainment.com. Oh, yeah? There Why was is that? a fantastic piece written about Power Pro Wrestling there. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Go fi- I forgot the website existed until I saw that on their Facebook. I was like, well, goddamn, somebody wrote something. I'm going to read it. And I read it, and it done read good. They did. They used all the right words in the right order. It flowed. It was good. Good reading. It was. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. It was done in identical yeah. pentameter. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you can go to uh, No Cell Entertainment's social medias or NoCellEntertainment.com and you can find what one Mr. Marquis wrote about Pow Pro Wrestling. Yeah, seriously, it was a really well done article. It really was. But I appreciate that. I uh, it's something I'd actually wanted to do for a while. I was trying. I was I've been kicking around what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it. I don't know that I hit exactly what I wanted to say with it, but I, I'm happy I, with it. I don't know, man. I read it and I it was like I I could see everything you were writing. Like it it was really descriptive and in, in a really well done way. Uh, I think you nailed it. I think you did too. Well, I appreciate it. Um, but now I need a haiku about uh, about peanut butter. On it. If I knew what a haiku was, I still wouldn't, wouldn't know what to do. So I know what a haku is, and I ain't going yeah. here. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're good on that one. Have um, you seen that picture on the social medias? No. Of old Grandpa Haku with his 11-year-old grandson? No. Who's taller than Haku? Uh-oh. And wider? Hmm. I kid uh, you not. This this fucking kid is like taller than Haku and, and wider than Haku. <laughs> Corey, did Haku ever face one Minoru Suzuki? You know, I don't think their paths ever cross. Well, it makes sense that the world's still standing. Uh, it has it like, likely on purpose. <laughs> world leaders made sure they were never in the same promotion at the same time Darby <laughs> Allen did though on Collision and that was a surprise by the way that was awesome because he demanded a fight against anybody and then when that music hit and you saw Darby's face and he's got his face down on the top of like fuck and I love what he did too because he kicked him he almost he didn't quite spoil the the Kasuke Nina Ray but he got yeah, damn he got close. Out. Yep. He, but it was right after it finished, he kicked it, which is what I've always said people should do to him and Adam Cole. Like, you don't give the fans that satisfaction. You know what Darby Allen's becoming, guys? I just realized this. He is the living proof of what we've all been saying when it comes to young people on both rosters. Um, give them a couple of years, get that seasoning, and you're going to see a more well-rounded uh, polished wrestler, and Darby's I, proof of it. He's become a hell of a better promo, mm-hmm. and he's gotten better in the ring. Like all around, he finally he it just took getting those reps in. So not only the reps, which is the most important part of it, but hanging out with Sting every single day, that and helps. you know there, it's not a coincidence that Punk's very first opponent he picked when he came back was Darby Allen. Yep. And since then, not only so Darby that elevated Darby Allen's status, which means you are in more main event and higher level matches, which means you are wrestling better caliber talent. 
Yeah. And also when they pick you for something like that, that ups your, uh, your confidence. Yeah. Which helps your performance as well. Yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, so yeah. like, so Corey, I believe you said Hulk Hogan was your favorite wrestler growing up, right? Like you, you grew up with Hulkamania. Well, I grew up with Hulkamania, but Savage is my favorite. It's Savage. Yeah. So like, just imagine like, like if you if you were to take places with Darby, right? Just imagine like you were a hot shot young talent. You came in the WWF at like '94, and Randy Savage came out of like a two year layoff and said his if he was a kid, his favorite wrestler was Corey Mack. Like you would fucking lose your goddamn mind and want to do everything in your power to make that dude right. Hell yeah! Like Hell Jesus yeah. Christ, man! Look what Savage did for DDP. Mm-hmm. Mm. And look what he wanted to do for Sean, but Vince was an idiot. Classic Vince. Savage, uh, went, to him. Savage went to him with a two-year on-and-off feud between him and Shawn Michaels in, like, 93, where it all ended with him putting over Sean at, like, Mania 11 and 95. I mean, he was thinking that far ahead. Uh, he was ready to do that. He wanted uh, to put Sean over because he saw Sean was a future guy. And Vince just said, nah. Those old. matches would have been so good. Oh, my God. Right? And the storyline, oh, it would have been great. Jesus. Uh, speaking of Vince, though, uh, major spinal surgery this past couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, I heard they implanted one. Yeah, too bad he pulled through. I, I heard yeah. they shaved his mustache. When he was that, like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, well, maybe next time. You know, the doctor doctor didn't keep up the good work. The man is a huge part of why I love the wrestling business. I'd be a liar if I said otherwise. I've been watching WWE since I was fucking eight. But he's a despicable human being who's done enough sick shit over the years that uh, I'm not going to pull for him or root for him to pull through anything. As far as I'm concerned, fuck him. You know, we wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors. You yes. goddamn oh my God. sexual predator. Die? Damn. Well, Ooh, you know. Julia, Julia, Julia Hart Light? Yeah. No, she, uh, yeah, she's like tiny like Julia, right? So she decided to T-bone suplex this fucking Amazonian. What? And she, <laughs> and she landed high on her neck. Holy, this Barbie-looking wannabe. I don't know who she, her name is because I don't watch NXT. She's the champ, apparently. Oh, she's doing it again. She thinks she's Taz. Suplex City, bitch. <laughs> it's Tazia Hart. Anyway, we should mark out Noso for uh, SummerSlam since that's this week. Look, I love 60s music as much as the next person, but I'm going to no sell them using Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild as the theme song. Uh, what? Are you serious? Yep. That's fucking gross, dude. I've seen Ugh. it all over the com- the commercials on hold, Peacock. Hold on. They're going to Detroit and they use Steppenwolf? Well, you know, the Motor City with all the... It's the, the commercial has a like Cody Rhodes and a fast car driving. Right, but wouldn't you immediately go to Seeger? You'd think so. Or just, you know, no music, but random shots of people getting killed because it's Detroit. Damn, damn, damn. damn. <laughs> All right, let's mark out no so here, shall we? <laughs> no one's getting murdered on my watch. Let's mark you it out. I, I, mark it, I mark it out for that simile is what I'm doing. 
Good there you God. Go. All right. Uh, they announced on SmackDown there's going to be a SummerSlam Battle Royal. Yeah, because they couldn't figure out what else to do with LA Knight. Let's put him in a fucking Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, I was going to bring this up because I saw this, and it got me immediately fucking angry. The Royal Rumble is the greatest pay-per-view gimmick of all time. Yes. Wonderful. They then added the Andre the Bryant Battle Royal Mania. Okay, fine, whatever. Now there's a SummerSlam Battle Royal. Can we fucking knock it off? You're killing the Rumble gimmick. Uh, yeah, no, that I agree with that. And also, it just screams, "Hey, we don't know what to do with the rest of these people." And one of them is ridiculously over, and we're in, we're almost ready to leave them off the goddamn pay per view again. So we should do something Battle Royal. That's oh, god damn what a that joke. Then I guarantee you he won't even win anyway. Yeah, he, he'll get second behind Sheamus probably. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, next match, Ronda Rousey. So no, versus... no sell for that, by the way. No sell. No okay. sell better Royal. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. No sell. No sell. God. All right. Got Ronda uh, in it, so I couldn't give a fuck. So like, and like, so the thing is, right? So she's leaving after this. So the so she's gonna lose. Like Shayna's gonna win. But do you think Rhonda has enough fucking integrity to make her friend look good on the way out? No. I don't. I, here, I'm going to answer that with this. I don't think she's losing. Oh, my Christ almighty. <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can see her being like, I, I need to go over. I'm Ronda Rousey. Sweet baby mercy. Ah, <sighs> uh, uh, <laughs> You'll find out in a second, Corey. Uh, let's go. Um, no, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not watching, so you guys got to tell me what's happening. Oh my god, it's like two seals dancing on a top rope of ice. As we, oh my as, god, yeah. <laughs> so the the girl, the women are wrestling on the top rope, and I think they were gonna try and do like a maybe a Spanish fly, but then it became a over the head suplex, and it looked just super scary. Ooh, this. And well, if I caught what they said right earlier in the night, this uh, Julia Hart light, or Julia Julia Hart on Jesse Spano's caffeine pills. She's so excited. Uh, she's so scared. She's like she's nineteen. Yeah. God damn, uh, they're getting younger these days on on TV. Okay, there it is. <laughs> on TV, on TV. That's uh, all I meant. You dirt bag. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dirt bag. <laughs> Uh, let's go Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Uh, okay, so if they actually give them enough time to let them figure out some weird, cool shit they want to do, this could be good, not great. I'll work out a little. Logan Paul hasn't disappointed yet. Uh, I mean, I'll mark out. I like Logan Paul a lot, and him and Ricochet have really good chemistry. They should be athletic as shit and psycho. And going to go first in the night, because apparently Logan Paul said that as soon as his match is done, he's getting on a private plane and flying from Detroit to Dallas because his brother is boxing later that night. That's crazy. Uh, so. So, so real quick, the match you guys are watching, is that a weapons match or a title match? Title match. Title match. So it's apparently Thea Hall versus Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so the Barbie's name is Tiffany. Okay. Uh, she she looks like a giant Barbie doll come to life. 
and she fell. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar for the third match. Yes, I'm so I'm so disappointed they didn't give us uh, uh, a fucking gimmick to this. This is it's just a match. All roads load, led to like a bull rope match or some sort of some sort of definitive like gimmick match to end the feud. Yeah, and now it's it, just it, a match. It felt like last man standing or something, right? Yeah, like if it's not, this is just a match. Well, w- maybe they might change it, but yeah, it's just a match. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'll Cody out for Cody, it anyway because yeah. these two are awesome. Cody and uh, like Rollins had a hell in the cell to finish their their thing. So yeah. So S- speaking of uh, Rollins, Seth Franklin Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Nope. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say no. You know why? Because they uh, these these two rather Mike and I think even Mike would admit this. I know he's not big on Finn Balor and not much on Rollins either. But that match they gave us last pay per view was bullshit. Those two are capable of so much more, and they went in there and had them do remedial class number oh. three on pay per view. <laughs> so yeah, they were like, uh, we have more important matches. You are, you're not allowed to outshine the main event, so go out there and don't try. And that's like, exactly what we got. I fully, like, uh, acknowledge, I'm going to acknowledge Finn Balor here. Finn Balor is very good in the ring, and, and Rollins is incredible, bell to bell. Uh, Finn Balor is just uh, as exciting as drywall, and... Rollins uh, runs his fucking mouth too goddamn much. Yes, he does. If they would both oh just God, the focus. Slow motion, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> if they would just focus bell to bell, I would be much bigger fans of them. And they just, yeah, they had him go out and do second hour of Raw match number two in eight minutes last month. And I was like, because of that, I'm like, nah, I don't care. All right. Um, in a triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship, Asuka versus Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. No. I'm torn here because I get that they don't want to go immediately to a one-on-one with Charlotte and Bianca because that's money. But why couldn't you just have one of them take on Oscar then and not have the three of like? I, 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 I guess I sort I, of get it right because, like Bianca versus Oscar. Oh my god, I forgot her name. Uh, Oscar doesn't really do it. It also doesn't really do it for me. Like, get why adding Charlotte theoretically would increase the draw of the match, but. I honestly, I probably would just would have preferred like Charlotte versus Asuka in like a title eliminator setting up the Charlotte Bianca match. Right. Yeah, something like that. It just, I, don't know, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but it's like. For hey. Charlotte to win, by the way. Of course, because God forbid. Yeah. Um, for the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Eh. I'll mark out. It's it's. I mean, the match at WrestleMania was awesome for a three way. This will be interesting for a uh, you know for a one on one match. It'll maybe give Drew something to sink his teeth into since they haven't really given him much to fucking do since that 2020 fucking title reign that nobody saw. 
Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it's good. It should be. They'll beat the piss so, out of each other. Like, but it feels like if if the plan long term is to kind of rebuild Drew into a big deal, doesn't he kind of have to win, which then eliminates Gunther? At this point, he's third on the list for longest term Continental Tender. He just passed Savage. He's got like 20 days till he beats Pedro or something like that. At this point, though, I would just say have Drew beat him. He had a long-ass reign, so Hunky Tonk Man's reign is still saved. That's that's fine with me. Because you need to get that belt off Gunther anyway, because that motherfucker needs to be in the main event. Overall, not right. in the middle. So, just do it here. Just, just give Drew the win. And then that just frees Gunther to be in a pissed-off mood to attack whoever the fuck wins that Balor-Rollins match, and then we get him to where he should be anyway. That's what now, I mean. If you're telling me after all that Drew wins, which I'm fine with, we get Rollins versus Gunther? I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm fine. Yeah, that's great. Do it. Yeah. I'll sign and up that, on that. Uh, a match that's not on the card, but I'm assuming it will be, is uh, with the stipulation that if Becky loses, she has to get to, uh, I respect Trish or something on, ch- tattooed on her chest. As I believe it's, it's I respect you, Booker man. There it is. Uh, Trish versus uh, Becky Lynch. That's a big dough for me, dog. All right. That checks out. Well, since, yeah. since they said if you beat Zoe Stark, you'll wrestle me at SummerSlam for these, I, I would assume it's on the card. Yeah, um, it's, it's just not on the wiki. Yeah. So, got to be honest with you, not feeling the Trish comeback. So, nah, I'm good. No. All right. It, uh, it has not worked. Even a little bit. Nope. Then the prior the main event, the tribal combat for the industry. <laughs> Probably the main event. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You never know this company. You never know. Uh, it's the tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and the recognition of tribal chief Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. All right. Okay. Everything you just said sounds dangerously close to jumping the shark for me. Hey, Corey, by the <laughs> way, look at the shirts they put up on the when they when the bash comes back. Right. Left side. Left side. Strong side. <laughs> uh, what? What? There, there it is. What? what? What have we got? It's the DW, DWO, the Detroit World Order shirt. What the flying fuck, dude? I call bullshit. Fuck. And then Motor City 316 on the other side. Yep. They done uh, lost their fucking minds. Yep. But the, the, the match here, it's like a hat on a hat on a hat type. Sub- sub- so, so I explained I, this to you guys the other day. It's just a fucking no DQ match. It's all they did. They're just lazy as shit. Yeah. I, 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 I heard the Cornette thing. and he, he, he said what it was. and I didn't know at the time because I hadn't watched and when he said what it was, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's what this is? Just a plain old no DQ match? Why don't they just call it a no DQ match? Because that doesn't sound as sexy. But they're fucking lying to you. Because it needs to be a tribal combat match because it's the tribal chief and the tribal family, brother. Nah, I'm good, dog. Okay. I mean, I'm, st- I'm not going to no-sell it because Roman's been on fire and Jay's great. But 
but God. And then really and the match will probably be good to be honest, but oh, like yeah. like the stipulation is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And by the way, I, I'm watching this right now. Uh, Joe, explain to me how with the talent they have in NXT, and there's some talent, but how Dragon Lee was on the pre-show? Uh, because they they have that talent, but they don't know how to use that talent. <laughs> so, like, he's taking like English class classes and stuff. So he's trying Obviously. to you know learn. But he saw from Escobar. That's the way to go. Yeah. Which, by the way, which, by the way, um, hopefully Mysterio Ray is, you know, healthy. Look, I love Ray, but my God, how many times is this going to have to happen when he's put in situations before they just quit putting him in those situations? Because he, because uh, <laughs> it was the right, yeah. it was the, it was the. Suicide dive to the outside that like he smashed his head on the ground and like that caused the right. That's what I. Yeah. Think. That's what I. It's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw the replay and I I saw his head legit hit the ground. I'm like, oh, that there's the injury. And then everyone's like, it was planned. It was set up. And then within an hour, there were, everybody that posted it was planned. Like, so it wasn't planned. Escobar was supposed to go over clean. It's just Ray got hurt. And. I know they like have this hard on for wanting to find the next, you know, Rey Mysterio, the next Mexican like marketable superstar. And I have not watched as much of Escobar as I'm sure you two have, but the little that I have seen, I just feel like Angel Garza and Andrade were both better at everything, and they didn't work. How the fuck is this guy gonna work? You know, you're not completely wrong on that thought process. Andrade was better, but he had a really bad attitude. Angel Garza is better, but they just won't do anything with him. Uh, even the other one, his cousin, what's his name? The teammate of him. Uh, Joe, do you remember his name? Who? Garza? Uh, Angel Garza's cousin, Humberto Carrillo. Humberto, yeah. Even he's better version. Uh, hey. And I like Escobar. I actually think Escobar is really good, but he's better as a heel. Like they so, they want a babyface Latin superstar, and they're they're trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Don't worry, uh, Umberto and Angel Garza got are sent down to NXT, and there are they were a tag team for about two weeks. Now they're already feuding with it. they're about to start feuding of, with each other. Of course they are. Of fucking course they are. Like within, I, like, I think they were down there for two weeks, and legit, literally the second week, they're like they're shoving each other already. Like, here's the thing: like, it's not like they really prioritized fucking the Mexican audience, anyways. So why are they so gung ho about trying to find somebody that's just Mexican that works? Like, honestly, because if, if there's going to be a star that's going to work, it will present itself in due time. You don't have to force feed it. You know what happened is Eddie Guerrero happened. They didn't plan on pushing him, but when he got over on his own and they saw the the ratings increase on SmackDown on UPN because of him, uh, because that was largely, um, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible these days and age, but in 2003, 2004, this was how it was on TV. Um, they, uh, UPN had a large Mexican uh, television base because it wasn't on cable. Make I mean, it was help. a huge, it's a, it's a huge minority channel. Like, yeah, it is. It was. And 
they found lightning in a bottle with Eddie that they weren't even trying to find. And then Ray helped it. And ever since then, they realized, oh, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money we can make in that market we weren't even thinking of. Uh, so ever since then, they've been trying and trying and trying to replicate it. You're not going to replicate 80, and you're not going to replicate Ray either. Uh, so just, like, yeah. This company has never given a shit about a Mexican superstar. They had Conan and made him Max fucking Moon. Right. right. Like, uh, <laughs> if you want to, uh, you know what, I, and you're dead right Conan. You're, you're absolutely right. But I would say, if you want to know how this company really feels about Mexican wrestlers, just remember the Mexicools. Oh, boy. Yep, coming out oh, in the lawnmower. Right. Yep. Riding down on their wand deers. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That's I, all you need to remember. I don't ever think about the Mexicools, <laughs> so I forgot about them. Jesus. Yep. That's um, all I have to do. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Did um any of you guys watch uh, Dark Side? No, but I downloaded it. Okay. Again. I did not. So it was Bam Bam. And it was this week's I'm not even looking forward to. Yeah, this week is Bash the Beach 2000. It's just going to be Vince uh, Russo bloviating us. And to be honest, folks, we covered this shit better on the Monday Night War stories. Go listen to that shit instead. Yeah, we did a much better job than what they're going to do. So. In fact, Joe... You should post that show again. I can, I can, I'll look into that. Fuck Dark Side. Listen to our show. We did it better. Huh. Huh. This is quite the entrance here. Are you, where are you at on his entrance, BTW? Damn. Okay. Damn. Wait till his pyro hits. You can see where it's at. Oh, yeah. Christian. Yeah, but it's pyro on the uh, LED board. Yeah, it's not even real pyro. Not even real pyro. Um, for the <laughs> love like, of Christ, dude. It's it's computer generated pyro. I I mean, my God. Holy fuck! Speaking of holy fuck, we did have homework this week since we have to wait till Corey washes the days and find us some good uh, G one classics. Yeah, Cor- well, Corey well, doing well, yeoman's work here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and when you say good, the first one I had you watch, it wasn't a good G1 match. <laughs> first but, of all, how yeah. dare you? I I had it on there because I have to give Joe one Toro Yano match per year that's in the no sell contract. Thank you. And uh, and I thought it'd be a a proper match to show you where these two are nowadays in their in their career. Yeah, not the not the, it wasn't the best match, but they had one of the a highlight moment. So yeah, it was also, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say it's Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Toru Yano, who also has a thirty-five minute uh, ring announcer intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love I, to know everything they're saying. I personally, yeah, Jeff Mack, get on that shit. We need a translation, buddy. Uh. I personally love the uh, the wrist tape spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love yeah, the spot where he, th- where he throws the wrist tape and uh, Tanahashi gives it to a kid and Kevin Kelly, Kelly's like, hey, man, that's like 45 bucks. You might want to go get that back again. He tells the young boy at ringside to go get the kid up for money. <laughs> but Go get money from that kid. The spot we were all talking about is where is Toro Yanu hit it, right? 
Yeah, he did a dragon screw corner pad leg whip. <laughs> yep. I'd never seen nothing like it. I, I marked out and tweeted or texted Joe right away. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was the weirdest. Like, who the fuck thinks of that? Like, he always tries to hit the person with the pad, and then Patanahashi puts the pad under his arm, kind of guarded it. So Tori, I was like, uh, all right. So he just dragon screw leg whips the corner pad, and Tanahashi flips over. I was like, what the fuck did I just see? I think Dusty would, have, Dusty would have lost it. You went, what was that? Oh, my God. Dusty would have loved Toro Yano. Oh, my God. So, you know, I can't in good conscience say this was a good match. Yeah. I can't oh, say no, that. Nobody could. Nobody could. But I enjoyed the fuck out of it, so I gave it oh, two yeah. and a half stars. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it was a match that we were just looking for the screw rip part, but it, it was kind of like watching it. You're, Corey, you're right, but like how... Like, oh, give this, like, give this, like, you know, five, ten years ago would have been, you know, just like, you, 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 you can see their ages now in this match. Yeah, you can definitely Uh, see their age. That was my other thing. Uh, when they were doing the entrance, Kevin Kelly, he gave the stat that Toro Yadu is before the match is four and 52 against Tanahashi. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, can we? Next, get, next Yanu match. Can we please get a W match that he wins? Oh in? my god, dude, it's so good. Because any Yanu match we oh, get, he and, gets the L. And Joe, and they pointed it out, and uh, the cop, the the Chris, whatever the color commentary guy, Chris Charlton. Yeah. Uh, Yanu with this loss is officially eliminated from G One. He can't yeah. win now. Yeah. fucking cool. You know, come on, can we get a W here? Every you know, time. You- every time. And to go back to the, the announcers, I loved Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton talking about how Tanahashi was like a theater geek who got into wrestling accidentally, while Toro Yanu was a actually a very celebrated uh, wrestler in high school yeah, and like college. An amateur wrestler, yeah. An amateur wrestler. And yet now in the when they got pro, Tanahashi got serious about wrestling and became really one of the better ones at it. And Toriano found success as a comedy wrestler, uh, doing the complete opposite. Of, like he could have been doing like shoot matches with Suzuki and shit, and instead he's doing these uh, crazy spots because it just works. It's funny how the things happen for certain wrestlers. Yep. And I mean, to be fair, uh, his career is going to last a lot longer than Minoru Suzuki's does. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he could do this for another twenty years. And he's going to be able to get out of bed whenever he wants because he's not going to be completely broken down. It's true. Um, and also, you could just tell that, like, I'm sure in his mind, Tanahashi thinks he can still go, even though we all know that he can't. Uh, yeah. You could tell that he loves fucking working with Toru Yanu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yep. And he probably, and with the body, he, it's a day off. Oh, for sure. It's like, oh, cool! I get I get Yano tonight. Fuck yeah, <laughs> not not a lot of bumps in that match. <laughs> nope, not a lot of bumps at all. I so I always try to give you one Yano match, Joe. I almost picked a Naito match. Uh, that was tremendous uh, a couple days earlier. See, the deal is Yano is impatient, right? And Naito knows this, so when his entrance hit, 
uh, he didn't even come out of the curtain until halfway through the fucking song was over. <laughs> and he's walking so goddamn slow. And the entire time, Yano is screaming and yelling in the ring. He's trying to get the ref to get him in the ring to start the match. Just give him the 20 he count. Keeps, he, it, it's, it's still the fucking entrance. So he, he goes walking down in his full suit. He gets to almost where the, the ramp ends and you're ready to get into the ring. And Yano makes such a display of everything that Naito just walks all the way to the back again. And they have to <laughs> restart to music and he walks out all over again. <laughs> and Yano's like fucking having an apoplectic seizure in the ring. Uh, that was fun too. That's funny. That is funny. But again, you know, I get that W sometimes for Yano. He always gets like the last week. Yeah, whoever it is, the last week he'll win. Yeah. But it means nothing and nobody cares. Right. Uh, what <laughs> Joe, match came? Joe will care. I would care. Joe cares. I care. What was yeah, then the, I said uh, just to keep it there because the next match was uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. And um, it was like two pit bulls just beating the fucking piss out of each other. Um, but they didn't. But, they involved psychology in it. Like, I mean, Eddie's back, but she did a good job of selling the entire time, although I'm pretty sure it wasn't. He didn't have to work at selling. I think his back is kind of hurt. Um, but they just beat the piss out of each other. The crowd got behind Eddie, which has to be a highlight for him to be over in Japan. Tomohiro Ishii at one point towards the end hit what I can only describe as a propelling headbutt to the jaw. Do you see that? Uh, n- not let me think about it. He was getting up. He was on his knees. He was getting up and just bolted himself forward at full force, hitting a, a headbutt to like the jaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. Uh, the the sound it made, the crowd loved it. Um, I enjoyed this match a lot. This is like. This reminded me of the old strong style Japan stuff from like the nineties. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was it was just two men slapping the shit out of each other for like fifteen twenty minutes. Yep, I Someone's enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Next match. Well, hey Mike, you still there? Uh, I mean, oh. Eddie Kingston sucks ass. That this like, match is everything I hate about Japanese wrestling. This match sucked ass. I don't care. Yeah, I, I figured you hate it. Uh, the other, the next match was uh, Osprey and Okada. Now, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. You guys ready for this? I think so. I think. This is my favorite New Japan it. match of all time. Oh, really? There you I'll go. tell you why. I'll tell you why. why. Uh... Because they didn't do that trade chop shit to start the match. Yeah. Great. Yeah. They had one spot in the match, but it made sense in the match. And it also was under 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Osprey did the exact same. He's there. Did the exact thing I said he should do last week, which is where at the end of the match he just hit move after move after move after move until he pinned Okada. There was not like hit a move and play to the crowd and hit a move and sell. It was move after move after move to finish the match. 
And the and the oh, time yeah. for him playing it's him rushing because of like the you know he got two minutes left or got you know it's him rushing to the you know he hears the time what he has left to do. Not only that, but this was this played into uh, what Kevin Kelly said. This was Osprey's white well, the one guy he's never been able to beat. It's been eight years, uh, and he had to beat him, and that's why he was so urgent. He's like, I, I have to beat him. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this match yeah. a lot. No, this, was, this was a good match. This was the best match of the three. Yes. And this is definitely my top three matches of the G1 so far this year. Um, really good. Same match. here. Same here. Yeah. For what I've seen. Okada delivers, and Osprey is just on another level right now. So. Yeah. And so, like, while I was watching this, and I was thinking, I was like, I, I don't know definitively that I could say Will Ospreay and or Okada are the best wrestlers on earth, but you can't be better than them either. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to look at it. Now, that was good. I don't um, know what's in store this week, guys, so I guess we'll find out. We're find, <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. By the way, we you might know get another Yano nugget. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, by the way, you know what's in store for Dynamite since they just announced it? A six-man tag of the elite of Omega and the Bucks taking on Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal, and he's back on TV, Jeff Jarrett. Goddamn. You know what? I knew they'd bring in the GOAT to pop the territory on the 200th episode. Let's see those ratings, right? You know when we talk about how the Bucks? Huh? Yeah. That is yeah. thing has to go. Yep. There yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. By the way, uh, the goat at his baseball team because Jared owns a baseball team. Uh, yep. At the at the park this uh, this weekend, hitting guitars over people's heads. <laughs> yeah, kabong. <laughs> but I can't uh, wait to I I can't I can't wait to see like the what the ratings if they differ because we talked about how when the Bucks and Omega are together, they <laughs> fall. But when Jared's on, he he's. But you know, Jared top, at least people. top two, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, who thought? It's just who thought? Who thought in 2023 you'd get Kenny Omega and Jeff Jarrett in a ring together? Well, you. <laughs> yeah. That's right, baby. Can I tell you what I think is going to happen here is that uh, Omega and Jarrett are going to start the match, tag out, and not do fuck all for the next 20 minutes while Jay Lethal just takes 65,000 super kicks. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. And leading somehow Satnam will take a couple super kicks too. Leading <laughs> to the new feud of Omega and Jarrett going all the way to all in. I'm I'm for it. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Preaching to my audience. It's like because can you imagine if the young Bucks would just have a match and listen to Jay Lethal and Jeff fucking Jarrett? They'd learn. They'd learn how to wrestle. <sighs> God. I don't it. think they're interested in that. They're not. My world, my world. We'll find out. I still fucking mark out when I hear that music, so it's all good. Yep. But it's also and I, all. And I knew huh? the elite began on that 200th episode. They had to. I mean, of course, of course. So. But you guys can go to powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com to get your wicked game tickets right now. Tickets are flying off the shelves again. Powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com or the Eventbrite app dot the app and look up power pro wrestling or go to no where you can find uh one mike boobles 
uh, O to Pow Pow Wrestling. Now that's what I call Pow. Pow Pow. Uh, now that's what I Dude. call Pow. Joe, Joe, I gotta be honest with you. I'm watching this. I love me Samilia Dragunov, but this this champ does this Carmelo. I just don't see it, man. Yeah, I'm watching it right now too, and it's he's good, but he's not that. Yeah. Uh, but but again, who knows? We'll see what the outcome is because once we're off the air. But you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you find all the things we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, X. An Instagram. You make him yeah. sound like a Muslim leader. Twitter well, I don't, I don't know which one it is, but you know, <laughs> to each their so, own. It's, it's still technically called Twitter. They just the logo is an X. The logo. Okay, that's just still stupid. I don't know. But, yeah, I woke up. I woke up one morning and looked at my social media, and it just said X. Did yeah? You, it's still, it's still Twitter. He just changed the logo because uh, Elon's a fucking idiot. Yeah, they changed the logo on the building, and it flashes into the apartments next door <laughs> so got that we going. have a real life seinfeld episode with the kenny rogers <laughs> that's oh my god is. that's what it is <laughs> but again you know what you know what i'm all in now <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find the video for you guys on twitter under the no cell entertainment or no cell ent you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast. 